It's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on Wrecked Rankings. rankings. Welcome back to Wrecked Rankings. We have the ingredients for a great episode as we mix it up here, talking about the best and worst cocktails to order at a bar. Matt, you want to talk a little bit about our topic today? Hopefully we don't muddle this up, but you know, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about when you're out with your posse, you know, your, your clan, your gal, your friends, your enemies, you know, what do you order? You know, we're, we're going to talk about some great, fantastic choices. We're going to talk about some things you should never, never say to a bartender. Um, there are times to order certain drinks. There are times to not order certain drinks. But the main thing is drink in moderation. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a very fair way to put it. Um, so, yeah, we're doing a best and worst list today. So, I guess, yeah, you're going to be focused mainly on things you wouldn't want to do at a bar. Yep. Uh, so, the best list, I think... This is going to turn out to probably be the most random list I've done because when it comes down to it, there's all different kinds of considerations, criteria that play down into it. Correct. There's a lot of different reasons people go to a bar. People have different motivations or different expectations for what they're trying to get. And depending on what type of bar you go to as well, that may change drastically. Um, so as we go through the list... Um, I've kind of tried to vary it up for different types of purposes, but had some kind of reason behind each one. I've also tried not to stick to any particular liquor, um, for example. I mean, see, so yeah, our, our, our topic is cocktails um, to order at a bar. And see, so yeah, I, I try not to focus on any one specific one in case you have different uh, preference there. I've also tried to avoid super simple uh, things like, you know, something that you could make better at home, kind of like, you know, like, a whiskey Coke or something, because honestly, you know, the best proportion that you would like to pour between the two. Mm -hmm. So usually with these, there's at least kind of one added element that, that I've had on some of these. Um, those are the main criteria I've had. Like I said, this is gonna be a super random list, but I do want to say as a caveat, really when it comes down to a bar, it's knowing what you want and being able to order based off that. So I don't think, I think this is one of those lists, we've kind of had a couple of these before where there's not really a wrong answer, I don't think. No, there absolutely are so, wrong answers. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, so, no. You, you, you proved me wrong on so, that side, but I would say at least for the best side, if there's something that you truly think is the best, that's your drink, I want to say more power to you. Don't use my list to discourage anything. Yeah, uh, so my considerations are, it, it's more context-based in, in the sense of, where are you? Are you at a busy bar on like a Friday night? Are you at a chill lounge like on a Tuesday? So like there's, there's different times for certain drinks in my opinion. I've also pulled in some life experience. So, you know, we've all been at the bar and we always have that one weird friend that has to order something like high class or odd. <laughs> so like, and you know, you make, you give them that face like, come on guy. So like this is, I've pulled some of that experience in here. Um, but you know, one, one thing I would like to cover is what drink we've ordered for the podcast today. Yeah. So, you know, what's really funny is that, you know, we've done, uh, kind of mixed drinks in the past in here today we have, have stayed steady with beer. Um, well, we are drinking a, a Shiner beer. It is the Berliner Weiss. It is a sour beer. Um, I, I believe there, there are citrus elements in here. It's a, it's a German sour with, with uh, citrus fruit peel. Okay, citrus fruit peel. There there you go. So it, it's a little bit different from those we had. I don't think we've ever done anything on... Have you had this before? Side. I have not. This is my first time experiencing this. I mean, I've drank some of more sour type beers in the past. Um, generally speaking, I'm not a huge fan of the ones that are like in your face sour. Um, I like ones that are a little bit more subtle in that to where you can take in some of the other flavors more easily. I guess some kind of some... Similar to my opinion on IPAs where I don't want to just get overloaded with hops. It's like throwing salt all over my food. That's the argument that I had before. Same thing with sour. I don't want to just be absolutely sour. I want to be able to actually taste the balance of the drink. Well, you know what? Cheers to you, sir. We're going to find out together. Huh. See, I, I can roll with that. I, I think that's... It's, a, it's, it's not like too overpowering? Yeah, it's, it's just enough sour to where you get the feel from it, but... You can still taste the rest of the beer easily. It's not overpowering, at least for my taste buds. It, it's like if you had a crappy like Warhead when you were kids, you know, the candy. But like this would <laughs> be a disappointing ones, Warhead. This would be like, like one that's kind of stale. It's like the duds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what this is. But you know, as an adult, it's more palatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, I terrible mean, analogy. It's not a bad way of putting it. <laughs> it's not very good. I, I, would you Would you like me to start off our list? Are you ready to get into you this? Know, you know what? Let me start this one off here. All right. All right. Here so we go. Let's we'll start off with the worst things you should order or can order at a bar. I'm just, can I say, I'm just really interested to hear what you have to say about this. You know what? I think you are going to be interested because this first one comes from experience. Number five, well whiskey, neat. You can also <laughs> say well whiskey on the rocks. But well, whiskey neat. So here's what's happening here. You're a young, probably college-aged person. You're strapped for cash, right? However, you want to have like the appearance of class or sophistication. Mm-hmm. So you know, you think, hey, a, a nice bourbon, a nice whiskey, but you know, neat because you know that's what they do in James Bond and such. But you don't have the resources for that, so you order a well whiskey, and that's fine. But well whiskey, you should probably not drink that straight. You need to either mix it with, like, Coke or any, anything else. Mm-hmm. But ordering it neat is, ooh, it's a rough time, man. Especially as you get older. Because it might be okay when you're 21. But, like, once you hit, like, 25, dude, the, the hangovers off of this well whiskey, nothing is filtered here. I'm pretty sure if you ran it through, like, a coffee filter, you'd find dirt. Because... <laughs> Dude, it is so unpure. It is such a burn. It's like drinking gasoline. I would know. I've had gasoline before. It doesn't make you appear fancy. It, it doesn't. And most of the time, the places you're consuming this are, are not the places... The bartender's going to look at you stupid, first of all. So you've already failed there. Two, you're not enjoying the drink. Nobody's enjoying this. Nobody orders well whiskey or like just a, a well drink on the rocks and has a good time. So like you're faking it, too. So you're not even enjoying the crappy alcohol you paid for. And then three, you, you smell like you know, like gasoline. Again, you don't smell great. You have this weird breath. And then you're going to get hung over. All, all four like fails in a row. That's why this is on the list. I mean, I agree. Doing this from the get-go is a whiskey maneuver. Um, but, but yeah, well, whiskey, Yikes. it's... Uh, it's it's a different class, and you mentioned getting older, but I mean, I think the other element to add to that is, as you get older too, uh, you have more opportunities to try uh, higher quality liquors as well. So, like, whether it's like you know, you're like at a wedding and you have a nice bottle or something, or you're you're visiting somewhere. Basically, there's different instances where you're getting to drink something that is a little bit higher class uh, of sorts. Mm-hmm. And so, once you've kind of tasted those, even if it's not your regular thing. When you go back and you try to sip on a well whiskey, that's when you start to notice the the difference in like the taste, the uh, texture, the smoothness, whatever aspects it is that you would hope for in a higher quality liquor, and it's just not as enjoyable to drink anymore, even if it was before. Like, like your taste buds change, and you, yeah, like you start recognizing. And like when those you're qualities. when you're young, you know, most of us to some degree start drinking like in high school, right? Like part of you thinks that like <laughs> never. But like you start thinking like the burn is normal, like that burn. You know what I mean? It's like oh, it's supposed to taste terrible. My insides are supposed to to rive. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, I, I guess yeah. If this is where you're going with it, um, I don't disagree. Like I said, my criteria since. I mean, since there's no additional ingredients in this one, this is where I would kind of, you know, I guess barred out from, I guess my that's fair. cocktail very criteria. fair. So I guess, I guess this would be like, I guess if if, if we're just kind of looking at it from just like a drink to order, um, I guess in that context, yeah, I, I agree. This is pretty bad. Um, I, I wouldn't recommend it. Although I wouldn't recommend it for any well liquor. I guess just to broaden yours a bit too. I I I hate I hate the taste of, of vodka. Out of like some of the primary ones, so that that would seem like a nightmare to me. But I don't know anybody who would sit up there and do that. But I, I think it's much more common for somebody like whiskey or rum. I think straight is more common than like yeah. vodka. And I think if you're looking at wells too, I think the most likely thing somebody would do is exactly what you're talking about. Like if they're going to order a well liquor to sip on, it's probably going to be whiskey is what they're going to choose again be because they want to appear fancy because it's hard to know yeah. what someone's so you only want to have the look and yeah. I, I just think it's a bad move, and I think once again, one of the common themes of this is do what makes you happy, not not for appearances. Like if, if you want to drink on a whiskey, do do it because you like what you're about to do. Don't do it just to look cool, because otherwise you have to suffer through all the things that Matt described. <laughs> I think absolutely that's an easy way of putting it. Um, 
So I guess uh, hopping over to number five. Uh, one last criteria I would say uh, with the drinks I had in here, I, I tried to do stuff that would be available at any bar that, that you go to. Where Not like a one-off. Yeah, like because okay. I mean, there's very unique drinks that you can get at, at, at certain bars, and you can get super obscure. So I, I try to keep it to fairly commonly known things okay. that more likely and not should be available. Um, but here at number five is is all reliable. It's the margarita, um, and this is, I mean, the drink itself, um, as you know, classically designed, is pretty straightforward. You know, it's basically tequila, triple sec. Lime, I, I mean, lime juice or could be a, a simple syrup or something. There's variations as well, but but generally, those are the component types you're looking at. Um, but it, it's easy enough to make to where you can go into any bar and, and get it, um, and you should be roughly getting the same concept applied. There's different variations that are out there that you can go to if you want to spice it up a little bit. Like there's a lot of flavors that mix really well into a margarita. I mean, it's a great tasting drink. I mean, you could also swap out, you know, the tequila for mezcal or something like that. Get some other flavors going, but it's something you can go in. It's easy enough to make for any bartender, even if it's not a super fancy cocktail place. And, and there's ways to keep it fresh and shake it up and add in different elements over time. So I think it's something you don't get bored of as easily. It's it's pretty much the solid, you know, horse. So if you're sitting there at the bar trying to figure out what to get and you're not sure what you want, take a sec, take a second, a second, take a triple second, triple sec, and then order yourself a margarita. Now, a couple questions here. So is this both main permeation? Is is this like on the rocks and frozen? So uh, let me me clarify. That's actually really important. I'm specifically talking on the rocks. So we're making a cocktail on the rocks. Um... Because honestly, I, I don't know which one is more popular or more ordered in the U.S. Part of me thinks that the frozen is actually... It, it depends. So I guess that that's kind of the wild card element. I know some bars will try to make, you know, kind of pre-make the frozen one. Have it you see it like machine. in that slushy machine. Yeah, and and either they, they try to discourage you from ordering on the rocks because it, it takes time to, you know, mix together. So, you know, there's a little bit of time savings for a busy night if it's a yeah. busy bar where they can just basically pour straight out of that, that frozen machine and move forward. Um, that being said, usually those bars, if you still request specifically on the rocks, they'll, they'll take the time to make it. Um, so it's usually not that huge of an issue. But, but yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because specifically I'm more going to on the rocks margarita. Okay. Because, you know, some of those slushies, man, like when we were like poor, younger kids, like a lot of those Mexican restaurants, I'm pretty sure would use like Everclear. I don't think they would use tequila. <laughs> You know, like it's basically the, just mix. I mean, yeah, the mix is such a no. There's so much sugar, yeah, and it's like you know, because you'd be like, oh man, I'm getting a great deal with these 99 cent margaritas, but all it was was a massive sugar rush. And yes, you would get messed up, but like you felt like junk afterwards. I guess what I'm getting at too with the on the rocks too is, is you want something that's made fresh. You don't necessarily want these margarita mixes that are going to dehydrate you and just load you up with these sugars and artificial flavors that are mixed in. I think avoiding that is pretty important now because that, that changes the experience completely. Now, are you a fan of like flavor variants, like strawberry margaritas or like mango margaritas or even odd hybrids like the Corona Ritas or Dosa Ritas? So I, I'm okay with all of those. So I think any okay. kind of fruit variant or I love jalapeno margaritas mixed in, but especially if you're, if you're shaking up real margaritas, I have no problems, whatever you want to add to the recipe. Cause once again, it's whatever floats your boat, and some of the bars get crazy with it, too, and, and that's really cool stuff. I also love the concept of the beer Rita, where you're mixing you know, the beers and margaritas together. I fully support all those concepts. It, but yeah, I, I do definitely encourage all of these over the frozen margarita variant, which are generally you know the lower quality, um, probably hangover-inducing options, too. So uh, that, that's, that's really the gist I'm getting at. Okay, good deal. Number four on my list, not too far away from the margarita, I guess, uh, mojitos. Mm-hmm. So, in my experience for this list, I've always seen someone order this, like, at the worst time. Like, it's either in a large group, when they're taking, like, a huge drink order, and, like, every, everyone either gets, like, a beer or a basic cocktail, and, like, this person orders a mojito. And, like, I've talking to some, like, people that are friends that have worked with bartenders, and, like, if only the one person is ordering a mojito... It's a pain. Apparently, it's like a nightmare. 
Because like there's so many components you have to have. Like you have to have like a fine fine like sugar. You have to have fresh limes. You have to have fresh mint. You have to have the muddling tool. You know, and then like your white rum and club soda. But like it's a lot of work, which for mm-hmm. especially one oddball drink, or like. You know, you were young and in college and, you know, you were on 6th Street and, like, you're at a bar. And, like, you're trying to order this. You're like, why, why is this kid ordering this? Like, just get a Lone Star in a can like everybody else. <laughs> What's happening? It's just, it's a lot of work and you never see multiple people in your group order one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Nobody, it, it's one person that likes it. And that's fine. It's a good drink. But, like, I think the best place for a mojito is, like, you're at home and you're whipping up, like, a pitcher of mojitos. Yeah, or I guess unless you're at the other nuance, I'd say is if you're at like a cocktail bar where the the common thing is to order. Sure, if they have like a specialty drink menu, or you're like a Latin American bar, it's like oh, we have an amazing mojito. But like if you're just at like something where the context is big, but yeah, if you're at kind of like the standard busy bar, I could see where it would definitely be an inconvenience. I would say me personally too. I've I've always had bad experiences with mojitos. I feel like the ones that I've tried before I always get it just tastes. Two on the sugary side, I guess. Like, yeah. I, I've maybe I've never had a properly balanced one. Um, is probably the issue, but th- this is one I would have brought up on the dishonorable mentions. So I guess I'm glad to see it on the list. But I, I, th- I think I'm biased. We, by we the should past make some. We should make some homemade ones for us. One we day. should. We should keep making different ones until we find one we're okay with. We <laughs> should that's, like the next podcast. We should just keep doing it until we get like, it right. While, we should keep making it while we're doing whatever the topic is. Just be doing that in the background constantly. Just blending it. <laughs> Double task. That's fine. You know, nothing but rattling over. My the ninja microphone. blender like needs the workout, so that's fine. <laughs> so what's next on your list, Nathan? All right. So number four here. I've got some, I think this is where we're starting to already get to the unexpected territory. Here I have the white Russian. And so this, the reason I have it here is some people go to the bar and they want something, you know, more on the sweet side. And so there, there's a whole world out there of kind of the more dessert type like beverages, or I guess a lot of the coffee based cocktails could kind of fit into this category as well. But sometimes, you know, you go in and, and that's what you're looking for, but to me, kind of the classic on that front is really the White Russian. Um, and it, it's it's usually, I mean, like I said, this, this is something that's usually available at every bar. Because, I mean, it, it's vodka as a base. You generally have kind of like Kahlua as a liqueur added in. And then it's it's basically in, in cream, I guess would be the traditional. But, I mean, there's alternatives you can have for the, the rest of the drink base. I mean, you could swap it out for, for milk or or uh, half and half or, or whatever is available there. Or if you're lactose intolerant, you could uh, get lactose-free milk if you're making them at home, which wouldn't apply, and I don't think they ever have them at the bar. But that's just a little side tip. Um, I was even seeing there's a, a variant where instead of having, you know, the vodka and the Kahlua in, in a cream or something like that, using a cream liqueur. So basically every element of the drink is alcoholic. <laughs> and, then, huh. and then, yeah, this is a, an ice-based drink, but basically it's cold. Um, but really what gets it on here on the list is it tastes great. It's easy to make, so it's generally pretty consistent. Um, you, you may have different preferences for the, the, the particular balances in the drink, and, and you can specify those to your bartender um, as you're asking for it. Uh, but really, yeah, it's a consistent drink. Also... It's not very large, so it's still easy to order at, you know, kind of like a, a busier place where, you know, you may be squeezing into crowds and stuff where you don't want to necessarily be walking around with a large drink. Um, so it's not, it's, it fits in your hand really easy. Um, I, I don't have anything negative to say about it. I mean, it's, I think it appeals to most people. Um, but that being said, like I said, kind of the vibe I'm going for is if you're looking for, you know, something on that sweeter side. You know, it's definitely the most unique thing so far. However, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone I know order this at a bar. Yeah. Like, I liked it. I mean, granted, I went through a phase, like, the first time I saw The Big Lebowski, which wasn't until, like, later on in life for me. Uh, you know, I think that was the first time I had one. And I was like, oh, it's actually, it's, it's pretty good. It's interesting. You know, you wouldn't think, like, dairy. Like, when you start drinking, you don't think, like, hey, I'm going to have this dairy with my alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it surprisingly works. I don't know. Something about like the white aesthetic kind of throws me off at first. But again, it really does taste delicious. It's just from my side, I don't. I've never 
Oh, like I've never seen a, a restaurant or a bar like say they specialize in it. I know, I know they have to exist. I've just never seen one. I would like to order one at a restaurant now. Yeah, so th- they do it, and it it's one of those things. I think part of it is people just don't think to do it because a lot of the things that people advertise are like the non-standard cocktails. Like if they make like a coffee-based cocktail, or they have you know kind of like a mudslide or something yeah. that they make like. Those are the things that usually put on the menu, but, you know, kind of like with most classic cocktails, it's something they can put together. You just have to ask for it, but it's not something they're going to throw in your face, especially because, I mean, the ingredients kind of stay pretty standard place to place. But it's just not something people think of to order. And a lot of these bars usually have the stuff on hand for one reason or another, or at least have, you know, like I said, they may not specifically have cream, but they have some kind of variation for now, ready to go. Do you feel, in your opinion, that this should be more of like a popular like brunch drink? Do you think it's more of a like a, a breakfast food? Like what what you know what would you order it with? I think, I think it would make a good dessert beverage. Okay, for sure. Like at a, at a normal meal, um, I wouldn't discourage somebody from getting it at breakfast because yeah, it's almost kind of like if you would have been drinking milk, milk. with your breakfast. Yeah. It's kind of like an alcoholic version of that kind of like you know have like you know like mimosas and stuff based out of orange juice. I, I think you're onto something there. Um, but I, I think it's, it's one of those things too. I think some people are also afraid of the image of ordering a white Russian at a bar. They kind of want to look cool. It's not the normal thing to do. So they're kind of ordering the typical drinks, but I think there's something respectful about that being like the dude from the big Lebowski who just does his own thing, gets what he wants and that kind of deal. So I think, I think there's, there's a cool element to that a little bit. We, we, we should go out to eat and just start ordering all of these drinks. <laughs> like at the same time or just no 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 just back to back just like hey, you start off with a white Russian then you go to a mojito <laughs> I, I say we go out to eat I order all the ones from my list you order all the ones from your list so we start off with the margarita I get that you get the well whiskey we kind of progress down our list to the end okay how about we all pour them into a super drink <laughs> we ask for like a pitcher and I don't like a king's cup I don't hate the idea it's like, yeah, it's like when you get the fountain drink as a child and you would like get a little I, I bit of I feel like if we're, if we're including the white Russian in that, yeah. I feel like the uh, cream or whatever you use will curdle very fast. I think that's the... Well, the, we just have to drink it quicker. I think that's the... We just, we just have <laughs> to get it The danger of running it could uh, that's fine. be a horrific uh, intestinal dispute later. But, but yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Hit me okay. with the next one. Number three. This one's the most unique one on my list. We all have that friend. Like you go to a bar... You kind of wait, either you wait in line at the bar or it takes forever for a server to get to you and you're ready to go with your order. But oftentimes you have that person in the group that goes, oh, I don't know, surprise me to the bartender. (laughs) And that is the worst response you can give somebody. Here's the thing. These people aren't paid enough for this, okay? Most of them, they're paid like a couple of dollars an hour and they work on tips. They don't know what you want. And half the time, if they do, quote-unquote, surprise you, you always have a complaint about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is too sweet, or this isn't really what I wanted. And it's like, well, what the heck? You just said surprise you. I don't know you, man. I don't know you. Look, I, I just want to get you out of my life. I just want to get you processed. Mm-hmm. I want to take your form of payment, and I want you to move on. Okay? I don't know anything about you. Alright, now if you wore like a t-shirt that said, I like these ingredients or something, maybe they could help you. But this is vastly unfair to the person working in the hospitality industry. And you should just get your stuff together. Alright, you already waited 20 minutes in line at this bar. Okay? You're, you're, you're trying to meet a nice girl and you just get yourself together enough to order a drink. Makes me angry. I mean, right off, I mean, right off the start here, I mean... I think it's going to be hard for you to justify to me that this isn't number one. Because I, I think this is an excellent choice. Uh, it's it's a little bit uh, chaotic. Yeah. I guess it's not a specific drink. Um, I'm a crazy I guess, guy. I guess it's a drink order. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, to your point, I mean, just starting off with how they're paid. I mean, they, they work on tips, which is based on your satisfaction. In, in order to earn those tips, they need to know what satisfies you. So, like, from the start, if you say, surprise me, they know nothing about you. They have nothing to work off of. If they want to do that effectively, they have to start asking you 
additional questions. What kind of liquors do you like? What kind of flavors do you like? It becomes this whole, you know, consulting experience. It's like they're a sommelier right. of trying to get you some yeah. sort of alcoholic beverage. But in, in most bar environments, too, there's no time for that. Yeah. I mean, this person's trying to, you know, satiate, you know, 20 people around them kind of deal. Like, if it's a busy, tight bar, they don't have time to give this consulting experience, nor are they paid for that either, exactly. Um, I mean, obviously the tips are supposed to reflect, you know, the services you receive. So maybe some of these people make sure to compensate on the back end accordingly. Um, but yeah, it just kind of sucks because it also puts the bartender in a, in a crappy spot because they may be maybe mentally occupied operationally trying to, you know, keep everything going. They may not even have the extra mind space to do oh, let me think of a drink to give this person. Like, like, like if I was a bartender and you said surprise me and you're with a group of people, I'm just going to get you whatever they ordered. Yeah, <laughs> like, just double I, up. I am not going to go through the effort of trying to like... <laughs> okay, all right. Would this, would this be a jerk move or not? Let me let me throw this scenario okay. at you. All right, so you, you've, got, you've gone to the bar with somebody and the person next to you says, surprise me, and you order whatever drink it is you want. And the bartender leaves, they come back, they hand you your drink, they look at the person next to you said, I didn't make anything. Surprise! And then they walk off. Would that be a jerk move? E- yes. Okay. I-, I think it would. Would it be... Would you laugh? I would... Wait, am I the person that ordered the surprise me? No, you're not. You're the person with the person. Oh, yeah, yeah. Surprise. Definitely laugh. <laughs> what was the... Uh, what was the one bar? What was that shot? The Blue Wave. Oh. Do you remember the Blue Wave? Oh yes, yeah. so this is a this is fa- this is a fantastic yeah. side story. Go ahead. So the, there is the uh, the Cheers shot bar in 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 Austin um, on Sixth Street, and kind of, kind of like a cult classic almost of orders. There is if you take somebody there for the first time, you can order them the Blue Wave, which uh, long story short involves a a little bit of a banter between the bartender and the person, but before the end of the shot, they are. Uh, Throwing water onto the person. Because uh, it, it's, it's a two-parter, right? So they get some... Well, it's usually... They make the shot, and, and they start doing this little routine with you, but uh, basically when you do the shot, they take water and throw it in your face. And, and so you get the uh, blue wave at the end of it. But it, it, it's kind of hilarious, depending on who you do it to, if you know their game for it. Um, do you think sure any bartenders got ever got punched? Or, like, a, a swiped at? It's, you know what I mean? Like, if you get the wrong debatable. drunk person... Who do, and like didn't take it the right way, yeah. Because because uh, I mean in a scenario like that too, it's it's whoever your friend is that initiated. You, you would order, you would hope order. that they know you well enough. Yeah, and and if you have any anger, it should be more directed towards that, that friend. Should but but when I, you get alcohol and people mixed, I don't. I don't know if they still do it. I don't like to think uh, about it, but I'm sure there's been some unfriendly situations based on that, but. Yeah, I guess getting back to your topic, yeah, this this order sucks. Don't ever do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what's your number three? Okay, so number three, we're going more to the uh, classy, traditional type of things with the martini. Hmm. And so this is, if you're looking for something, you know, you're maybe going to a little bit nicer of a bar, or you want to do something a little bit more on the classy side of things. I, I think the ultimate classic is is probably the martini. Um, and kind of jump in. So we start with the margarita, which is more tequila or mezcala based. And then, you know, we have the white Russian, which is vodka. And this, I mean, could also be, you could do a vodka martini. You could do a gin martini. So this is where if you're a big gin fan, you could work that in. Um, I mean, it's a pretty simple drink. I mean, it's, it's literally the liquor, some, uh, dry vermouth. And then usually you have, uh, either kind of like lemon peel, um, that that's introduced or olive garnish, what, what have you. But it's pretty straightforward. Um, you either like the taste of it or you don't. But if you do, it's another drink that's pretty consistent, um, especially if you kind of know which particular liquor it is that you want inside of it. Because this is one where you can get a, a good amount of taste of that, like so especially on the gin side, if you have a particular uh, fancy on, on that that realm. Um, but, but really th- this would work best. Like I said, if you're going into kind of, kind of a nice place, you want to order something, you know, that makes you feel fancy or 
what have you. That that's that's kind of the feel that this one is more geared towards. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of negative things to say about this. The only thing like I kind of struggle with internally is this is another one where I feel like a lot of people don't know what they're ordering. Like mm-hmm. when they order a martini, like they don't know what's in it. They don't know about gin or vermouth. Mm-hmm. They've never had those things. They're expecting something sweet because a martini is super dry. And yeah. like I can appreciate that. Um, but if you've never had it before, man, it's it's jarring at first. It, it really is. Um, but again, it has one of the coolest glasses out there. And it does scream class. Um, normally you get this at like either a nicer restaurant or like some sort of sitting down lounge or something. Normally it's not like a busier bar is where you order this, but it, I don't know. It's a good drink every once in a while. Like I can order it once in a blue moon. This is where I kind of have a second part to this. Okay. I think kind of including this too, uh, the great variation is the dirty martini, which basically incorporates olive juice into the drink itself, which kind of gives you the, you know, this salty vibe to it. And that's, I think personally, it's a drastic improvement on on the drink. It adds in this other element, and you know, it, it does bring more of a personality to it. Because yeah, a straight martini is it, it's not it's not a super distinct flavor, and doesn't have some of the drink elements like you said that you'd expect. Kind of like you know, like the margarita we talked before. There's like you know, either like a tanginess, sweetness, a mixture. Like there, there's you know, it kind of leans one way or the other in most of the scenarios, and the martini just doesn't have something like that um before like you're for the most part drinking liquor <laughs> look at that the yeah the, the dirty martini adds in like a whole different pizzazz to it um but it's something that you can go and it's it's very consistent uh in, mm-hmm. in most cases um but i it's kind of like old reliable of the fancy side of the spectrum not to say that you know some of the other fancy cocktails aren't worth it i mean i just think this is something that it's very easy to go to especially if it's something that you enjoy drinking yeah, fair enough. I should give martinis more of a chance when I go out. Okay. Uh, number two on my list. It, this is pretty ironic, actually. It's because it's a variant. Apple teenies. <laughs> so this is something I felt was like really popular with people growing up. Like, because I, I remember seeing it a lot in like pop culture. Like different like, you know, sitcoms and or different like women's shows. I remember seeing it like in Sex in the City and, and things like that. But, like, an apple teeny is very pretentious when you actually, like, get down to it. Essentially, it's, like, vodka and, like, artificially colored, like, apple schnapps. Like, sour apple schnapps. And, again, it comes in the same glass, right? So you think class, but it's just, like, this green sugar bomb that ultimately, it, it really rips away the entity of an actual martini. Um, with the vermouth or the gin and the dryness of it, with just a sweet sugar bomb that you're trying to pass off as class, it's fake. Yeah. It's phony. You've already talked a lot about martinis, so I'm not going to dive into the essence of it, but I feel it's you just trying to be pretentious and fake. And great, you mm. want a sugary apple drink. That's fine. All right, go get some apple juice. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say on this one. I have never tasted an apple teeny before, I don't think. I had one for fun. But I think we're in agreement. I mean, kind of the way you've described it is a little bit of what my fear would be. Um, I don't imagine those are great for hangovers either. No, again, most sugary bombs are Cause, bad. Because I would say, because you're, depending on how they mix it, you're already talking about a fair amount of alcohol content. And then plus, if you're adding in like those extra artificially sugared type elements I, I don't think that's a good direction to go like i don't think i would enjoy it um i do like apple flavored things so may, maybe maybe i'm a liar maybe maybe i would enjoy it maybe i need to try it and, and kind of see where i stand on this but no it's fine i like the apple jolly ranchers what does that make me huh um isn't there an alcoholic I mean, drink that someone's done with jolly ranchers I mean, isn't there a jolly rancher I, shot in there, probably, right? there's probably at least like jello shots. Yeah, there there's something there, but but yeah, I mean, going to, I don't even that consider, I don't think it's something I necessarily want to drink. I definitely probably don't want to drink it consistently for what it's worth. So, I'm pretty sure I'm in agreement with you, I think is okay. the, the, the bottom line. But I still think the surprise me would be worse than this. 
I think I'm I'm just like so fixated on the surprise me choice being the worst thing to do. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'll <laughs> reflect on this in a while and regret it. But what's, so, what's your number two? All right, going into number two, we're going in a whole different direction here. Okay. What I've put here is Long Island iced tea. And so really what I'm getting at with this is some people, you're going to the bar, you've had a long week, you're going there because you, you like the effects of the alcohol and that's kind of the driving force what's gotten you there um and you might want to be saving money along the way too which can be the case for something like like a long island iced tea but i mean just background as to the drink i put here i mean a long island iced tea kind of i I guess maybe traditionally it's it's a concoction of different liquors just kind of thrown together with coke so like kind of like vodka tequila rum uh triple sec those kinds of things with some, you know, like cola mixed in. I mean, there's other variants as well, but the bottom line is you, you've mixed all these things together. You kind of splash some Coke in there, and it's kind yeah. of like, it looks like an iced tea. doesn't necessarily taste exactly like one, but that, that's kind of where it gets the the name. Um, but you're not fooling anybody when you order this. Um, and so this is my encouragement is if that's your game and you don't feel ashamed about it, don't feel ashamed. Do, do you... Especially if the prices work out in such a way to where this is more efficient for you, I encourage it. You know, don't hide behind it. There's, I mean, there's other drinks in this realm too, like the the Adios Mother Lover. I can't uh, say the official name on here, but yeah, but yeah, there's there's a couple of different drinks that are in this kind of realm. Um, but if that's your game, that's what you want. Like I said, more power to you. That's that's really what's going out with this particular choice. Um, I don't think this is something I would necessarily order at a bar very often. Um, maybe in college, this would be more uh, of my speed, and it kind of was from time to time with much regret, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So, number one on my worst list, Jaeger Bombs. <laughs> Let's talk about Jaeger Bombs. Very popular. I think most people at some point or another have had a Jaeger Bomb. I think it's a pretty relatable drink. A couple things. It has Jaeger, which when we were like young, I I think a lot of people thought it was cool, right? Because like you kind of kept it in the freezer and you whipped it out. Oh man, I'm taking shots of Jaeger. That's really cool. But then like as you get older, especially, it starts tasting like super disgusting. It's just like essentially this licorice syrup (laughs) that like, I I don't know how the Germans love it so much because it's made up of like 56 different like herbs and there's like star anise. And there's different kind of herbs and spices and ginger. And I think the easiest way to put it is just it's a very unique drink. There's there's nothing there's like nothing, it. Yeah, it's I can't really compare it to to anything. But like it, it's one of those things too. Like you would assume, like especially how much it was hyped up when we were younger, that like it would be more alcoholic than it is because it's only thirty five percent. So like you would think that it's more alcoholic, but it's not. So it's like you're just drinking this licorice syrup. And it's not really doing that much for you. And then, so you take that, and you're essentially dropping it into a base of some sort of energy drink. Normally Red Bull or something. So, alcohol is a depressant. Energy drinks are essentially an upper. So, again, this is why, like, you know, when we were in college, Nathan, they had, like, the original Four Locos still. Mm-hmm. That had the, the energy in them. And, you know, they, they were essentially banned and made to redo the formula. Because people were being brought up as they were crashing down. So as you were getting more drunk, you essentially had this energy to go out and do bad things. Um, that's essentially what this is still doing. It's getting you messed up a little bit. But again, it's providing you energy at the same time. So it's a bad recipe. This is a bad time. It confuses the brain. It confuses the system while also destroying you. It's, it's a very dangerous way to go from a chemical perspective. It really is. And it's like... It's a default for a lot of people at a bar. Like when you don't know, like you're ordering around shots, right? And it's mm-hmm. like you don't know the specialty shots or you don't know that many names of shots because it seems like every bar has like a laundry list of, of shots. Um, this one seems to be a, a default, especially for like a group of guys going out. And again, you know, group, group of guys drinking a bunch of Jaeger energy drinks is, <laughs> is not mm-hmm. a good time make or does not a good time make. So. I feel like because of the the danger element with this one, they're all dangerous. It's all alcohol, right? But especially with the energy drink factor, 
You don't need to be dropping some licorice <laughs> syrup into an energy drink. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I I think to that too because kind of when I think of Jaeger Bones, I think of yeah Jaeger and, and Red Bull is the combination yeah. I think of, and I'm not a huge fan of either of those flavors. Um, I mean, I haven't tasted Jaeger in a long time, so maybe I've you know scaled back on that a little bit. But it's not something I generally like the taste of either. So I guess kind of in combination with what you have, I think it's just. It just doesn't taste that good, I, I think, is kind of the most unforgivable part of it, which kind of goes into a lot of what I'm talking about with this. It's, I mean, a lot of my choices, it's, does this taste good? You know, is it something you can drink that you like the flavor of that you feel confident ordering in? Um, and I think, like, I as a bartender, when someone orders this or, like, someone orders a round of these, you're like, oh, hell, what am I in store for the rest of the night? Like, this group's gets, about to get really like around. It gets like a prejudgment. Yeah, it's like literally, it's like essentially the pregame of the, the group of people at the bar. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Like, this thing, I wouldn't, I guess I, I really consider, you know, like I said, shots to be kind of in my, my side of things. But, I mean, all things considered, I think it's a good pick um, as far as things to order at a bar goes. Um, I, I wouldn't like it. Um, I'm still on the surprise me train with this, but on that, yeah, no, I have, I have no contrary comments to your argument there. Okay. What about you? So number one on the best list, uh, it's pretty straightforward. Maybe not a surprise is the old fashioned. Um, and so this goes, I mean, it's generally speaking, usually it's, it's a whiskey base uh, of some sort. Uh, Um, I'm a bourbon fan myself. But, I mean, the other things you got in the mix are bitters, so, some form of sugar, and, and then usually an orange slice or zest that, that's, that's put into the drink. Um, you know, you might have, like, a nice cherry garnish or something with it as well. Um, but this, no, it's kind of like the margarita where it's very simple formula, I mean, but people will put variants on it, which can be pretty interesting, but... Even at bars where there's variants, they'll usually kind of have a traditional recipe at the same time that, that they can make if you ask for it. Um, but it's something where you go and you know what you're getting. It's great for a lot of occasions because it's, it's, it's easy to sip on, you know, at a busy bar. Um, it, it's easy to sip on at, you know, if it's like, you know, drinks and, you know, like appetizers kind of deal. Like if you're at a bar where you're, you know, having some food along with it kind of deal. Um, that are going, I mean, it fits into most occasions. It's very consistent. Um, this is another one too. I mean, if you're able to distinguish the exact liquors or quality or whatever, if you have certain specifications as far as what you want to go into it, or like maybe you want like a specific rye or something uh, going in there, like there's different ways that you can customize your experience, but it's something, I guess it's, it's kind of become like the cliche, uh, cocktail drink now where it kind of gets hated on because of how popular it is again (laughs) yeah so i think you made a great choice uh my only pushback is some places you get it don't do it right at all Mm -hmm. like it it, once you find a place that does it well it's great it can be a staple Mm -hmm. but i mean there's so many places that don't get it right or don't put the effort into it and it's like ugh, i just wasted this i could just order like i get i agree i guess my counterpoint to that is like Kind of the pizza thing where bad pizza is usually still good pizza. Like, like, it, like you know, it's hard for a pizza to be to the point of unenjoyable. Okay. Like, but it does happen. And, yeah, it does happen with old fashions, too. But, I mean, yeah, I, I see your point there. Especially if you've gone to a place that makes them really well. It's hard to go elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but that's, I, I guess, the one good thing is... A fairly simple recipe where it's hard to screw up really badly. Um, but, yeah, I guess there are instances where you get a huge disappointment with what you order. So that that's a fair criticism, I think. Um, so, yeah, I won't, I won't fight that too hard. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean... No, it's, it's a good yeah, choice. It, it's I, I, it's I still, a good drink. I still appreciate those values. I mean, call me old-fashioned, but... Yeah. God, I am not bitter at all about this. <laughs> I am. I'm very bitter. <laughs> uh, do you have anything? Got a wry sense of humor. Hot. Uh, do you have anything that almost made the list? Okay, so on the best side, so some of the other elements I didn't work in were a fruity drink. Yeah, okay. That's one thing I didn't put in. Um, 
And, and so this one, part of the reason it didn't get on list is I couldn't settle on one. Because um, I guess, depending on what you, what direction you go with that, you could try to work that in. I mean, one of the classics that's out there is, is like a pina colada, and I'm not a huge... I can enjoy a pina colada. Like, yeah, it's something, but like, I just don't feel super passionate about it, right? And okay. I feel like these days there's so many, like, tiki bars and other, like, types of, like, drinks. I mean, I guess there's also, like, hurricanes and other things that are, are really popular, but, like, if even if I were to pull it on list, I couldn't settle on one. Okay. Um, the other thing I left off is I think if you get, like, a really good Bloody Mary... That's something to be desired. I, I I hate tomato juice and stuff. But <gasps> if you put, I love tomato but juice. But if you put like a lot of hot sauce or something in the Bloody Mary, like make a super spicy one to where that flavor is there as a base, but it's not necessarily I'm tasting a lot of tomato juice. I think it should be really good. Um, in a similar vein, uh, the micheladas, where you basically got a beer with you know kind of the mix and that stuff going on. Once again, I like those spicy as well. I mean. So kind of kind of that realm is another element I didn't include that I think is worthy. And I guess part of the reason for those two is a lot of times they're more specific to, you know, kind of like a brunch or something like that to where yeah. it doesn't fit into a lot of bar scenes. So since it's kind of, you know, sectioned off like that, and it's not something you want to drink at all times of the day, it's not as applicable to going to a bar at night or something like that. So that's, that's kind of where the, the Bloody Mary fell off for me, but that... That kind of type of drink got left off. Okay. Uh, the only one I'm surprised you didn't mention is the Moscow Mule. Mm-hmm. I love so, me a Moscow Mule. Like So one, there's something to be said about copper mugs. <laughs> I think copper mugs are vastly underused. Uh, fantastic. It, it makes you feel special consuming the cocktail. You know, Any specialty glass makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. But again, a copper mug is also like less risk of breaking it. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're kind of inebriated, it's great. Um, you know, ginger beer, I don't think is utilized as much as it could be. Yeah. So, you know, vodka, ginger beer, um, lime juice, that, that's all great stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that, like... I guess, uh, to the Moscow Mule, yeah. that, that one's one I, I, I considered. Um, the reason I left it off is kind of the criteria I mentioned earlier. Like, I tried to leave ones off that... Are more basic because I guess the primary concept like easy is really, for you to mix. Yeah, because like okay. I guess really, I mean, there's like lime and stuff that that's added on top. But like, I mean, really, it's basically mixing your liquor with the the ginger beer. So like like vodka and ginger beer, putting that in, kind of balancing that out, and then you know, there's a little bit of you know like lime juice added or something like that. So that's that's kind of left off. But that that would definitely be in the running. Like, I think the Moscow Mule is a great drink. I will join you. A hundred percent, especially if ginger beer isn't something you normally keep around yeah. and you don't ever plan on keeping it around. I think it's an absolutely great thing to order at a bar because it's also super refreshing. Um, cause yeah, cause of the things on my list, a lot of them are more, I guess what you'd call like savory as far as drinks go. I, I don't know the right way to describe it, but now, but it's not, it's not as bright as like a Moscow mule would be if okay. that's what you're needing. No. Okay. So my other one, this is the only other one I had on, on the list have you ever had a Pim's Cup? I've do you know what a Pim's Cup I've is? I've had it once, but I do not okay. remember. Like, I've ordered it at a bar before. But like, it, I remember generally, like, but I don't remember the actual ingredients. Pim's number one is like the actual like alcohol. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's not... I have a friend that can describe it really well. Cause like, I'm not exactly sure exactly what it is. I know it's British. And I know it first popped up like at Wimbledon one year. Mm-hmm. But it's like that. It's like lemonade and mint and orange and strawberries. So it, and it looks fancy. I think they even garnish it with like a cucumber or something. Mm-hmm. What is Pim's number one? Um, but it, it's a good fruity drink. I'll try to pull it. So I, yeah, I've had it a couple times. I just don't exactly know what Pim's is. Let me let me see if I could do uh, okay. if I pull this. But yeah, basically, I've had a Pim's cup once. Um, and it was years ago, and it was basically at a cocktail bar. Um, like kind of like a, a fancy type of thing. So it's, I mean, it requires a lot of work. <laughs> it's a pre-mixed fortified lemonade. Wait, hold on. The note. I, wait, wait, wait. What? Hold on. I mixed this up. Originally, Pim's number one was made using gin, um, blah blah blah, a secret mixture of herbs. As an, so it's, it's basically a, a gin-based uh, okay liquor is is what we're getting at. Um, but, but yeah, no, I think that's something I'd definitely be open to trying. Cause yeah, I guess the one thing that actually brought up the Moscow Mule and that is 
I, I know I already said missing a fruity, but just something bright in general, like something with a little bit more spunk to it, I guess. Because, like, yeah, the Moscow meal, you get the carbonation from the ginger beer to you. It's, it's something really nice to have, I guess. But, um, but yeah, I guess going to your worst list, um, we were talking about the mojito. Um, just kind of as a generic comment, I mean, anything that's super sugary, like the artificial stuff, kind of like you already covered this a little bit with the apple teeny, like some of those things can be super bad for the recovery process. Yeah. <laughs> They're just terrible to have. Um, uh, last thing I say is one time I was with somebody who ordered a vodka gin. Um, the heck? that just sounds, yeah, it's vodka and gin mixed together. Okay. Sounds terrible. Never do that. Um, so yeah, if you're ordering a drink, that's just mixing two random, two or more liquors together with nothing else added. That's a really bad idea. Do not order a vodka. Uh, gin dude, I kind of want to party with whoever that is though. You need, yeah. to, once we get off the <laughs> off recording, let me know who that was. But yeah, that, that's just one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't have anything. Cause like I said, on the negatives, I mean, I, I couldn't, I was trying to think of something that I just hate, but, but also something that came to mind is like some of the drinks I don't like, I could see why other people would like them. And so it was hard to hate on them. Maybe this is part of the reason I love okay. your surprise me choice. Cause it's so universal. It's so bad. Yeah. Like maybe that's part of why it speaks to me. Here, here's the only dishonorable mention I had. It, it's, and it's a personal bias. Mimosas. <laughs> I think mimosas are a cop-out of an alcoholic drink. One, it's normally some sort of cheap sparkling wine that's not very good at all. Two, depending on where you go, it's mostly orange juice. It really is mostly OJ. I think... They disguise it really well. Yeah, I think... And that's why it's always bottomless. It's always the cheapest they sparkling wine system. that they, they can get. They the proportions. They do. I think, you know what? I think screwdrivers should be more universally ordered at brunch. Because I guess it's more set as far yeah, as exactly. you are, you know what you're getting. I think we should get screwdrivers at brunch. Yeah, because I guess you have more control with the liquor element there. I mean, I mean, if you're if you're making, I guess yeah, I guess we're talking about going to a bar. If you're making stuff at home, I feel like that's a little bit of a different story because you have sure with the mimosas you can do it exactly how you want. Because yeah, you're probably getting gypped at some of these restaurants that are offering certain deals. But yeah, you know, I guess yeah, if you're if you're at a bar or something like, and if we're talking about like you know brunch specifically. I think, yeah, mimosas uh, are not the way to go. I think screwdrivers might do be it. a little bit better. Yeah, I, think, we'll... I think that's something good. Um, but yeah, I guess that wouldn't come to mind for me. Because I wasn't thinking of that. Because, yeah, kind of like my Bloody Mary thing, it seems so forced more into the brunch side of things. Yeah. It's not something I'd be ordering at night at a bar kind of deal. So that's, that didn't really spark my mind at all. But, but yeah, no, I, other than that, I, I thought your list was solid. Like, there's everything on that list I would agree. I, it's not something I would drink. Or it's something I would do. Yeah. yeah, your list was solid, man. Uh, what did you even think about this this German citrus beer from Shiner? The truth is, I actually really enjoyed it. I did too. I don't even like sours. Maybe maybe our taste buds are getting older. Cause, like I think it. I think we're we starting to like we're starting to like IPAs more. We're starting <laughs> to like these sours. We're, we're, we're who over, are we? We're overcoming our own biases. We used to drink Keystone. Biases. We used to drink Keystone and Miller High Life. Is it biases or bi- I don't know biases? Yeah. yeah, is it is it biases or biases? Bice C like cacti? The bison. <laughs> the bison. It's it's just one unit, like it's 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 legion. We have overcome the bias. <laughs> it might be, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um okay. Well I think that's all we have to say about alcoholic drinks you would order at a bar. You know, moral of the story, like what you like, don't hate on your friends too much unless they're being a jerk. And again, don't let them say surprise me to the bartender. And always watch your drink. Yes, don't let them slip it in. Never mind. We're going to end on that. Until next time, we've been Rec Rankings, and we're out.